We'll say good morning, beautiful David of us today, beginning by thanking our sponsors. To thank our Tamatora sponsors for the month of Adar, Paul and Kathy Pollock for dedicating all the Shuman Joshos in memory of Paul's grandparents, Dina Bas Pesach, Zechariah Ben Zechariah, as well as to thank our Dafyomi sponsors, the sponsorship for Arve Psachim, Maishin Chavi Abramson for dedicating the entire parak as a zechus for the Fu Shalima for Daniel Mayer Ben Khan. We hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, the Neshamas will have an Aliyah, and all those who require a Refuah should have one together with Kol Chol Yisrael. And with that, let us begin. So we have an incredible daf ahead of us today. Today's daf is Kof Yud 110. We are picking up, in Meretz Hashem on, Kof Yud 110. We left off at Tanur Rabbanon. So Yud, Yud, Kof Yud Amud Aleph, four lines down. So we'll say we are continuing on the topic of Zugos, right? The topic of pairs. So the Gemara says as follows, Tanur Rabbanon, Shose Kiflayim, if a person goes ahead and drinks two cups, two cups, Damal Berosho, literally again, his blood is on his head, which also means that you're responsible for anything catastrophic which occurs to you. Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Eimasai. So we'll say, so actually, what I should just do, I mentioned this in passing yesterday, but I, I, should, I should just mention the following. So remember, this Gemara today, for the most part, we're going to be focusing on this concept of Zugos. Right? Zugos, as we talked about yesterday, means pairs. We, we, we're going to go with the general idea that the issue of Zugos is one of dualism, right? Of, of, avoiding, of avoiding things which have the appearance of, of giving allegiance to two different gods. That, that's, that's the pashtos, what we're going to focus on over here. Now, I will say, the way, the way Zugos work, so to speak, I don't know how Zugos work, but the way, the way Zugos work is the, apparently, if you, if you do things in pairs, what ends up happening is you give power to the Shadim, or you allow for the Shadim to harm you. So in general, I'm going to send this out a little bit later, but on, on the chat, but there's, there's obviously the whole discussion regarding Shadim and all of these things is part of a much bigger philosophic debate within Yiddishkeit. For example, the Rambam, our Gemara, our Gemara clearly indicates that the Shadim have a power and these concepts of Zugos absolutely apply, which again, we'll get into, but I just want to point out that, for example, there's the position of the Rambam. So the, the Rambam, the Rambam points out in Perish HaMishnayis, in Perish HaMishnayis, uh, yeah, he quotes in, in Mseches HaVod Zara, Mseches HaVod Zara, Daf Pedalid. So the Rambam writes as follows, he says, this whole idea, this is, again, much bigger for our topic, I just want to read to you, he says, Vakishu, Vashbos, Vamazolos, Aruchnis, Vashedim, Vagodas Asidos, Ume Onein, Ume Nachesh, Ushailas Hamesim, Rov Bene Adam Nifsim, Bazet Pitwe Godol, Umechashvim, Shiishlam, Inyonim Amitim, Vachoshin Shain, Dvar Amitim, Elishim Asurmit Salatora. So the Rambam writes, he says, people think that a lot of these concepts we discuss have legitimacy. He says they have no legitimacy. The Rambam says there's no such thing as shadim or shadim that have power or this sorcery. He says, ah, you'll say, but the Torah, asras, all of this sorcery stuff, mechashef, alo, sechayo, all these things. The Rambam says that's because the Baruch Hu does not want us drawn after them. So remember, what the Rambam says is something very important. Just because the Gemara says something, just be, I'm sorry, just because the Torah says something that is asr, 
doesn't mean that it has legitimacy, which is an interesting way to look at it. In other words, the Torah prohibits sorcery. So I would assume from that, based on that, that obviously there's something to this sorcery, and the Torah is saying you can't do it, and Ram says no. The Torah is saying you can't engage in sorcery, not because sorcery has any legitimacy to it, not because there's any such thing as sorcery, but because the Muslim does not want us getting drawn after these things and sidetracked. So again, I'm just pointing this out, that interest, see, the Rambam often will have a hard time dealing with Gimaras like ours, because our Gimara is going to spend a blot of Gimara, more than a blot of Gimara, talking about Zugos. That's a lot of airtime for something that, quote-unquote, doesn't have legitimacy. Okay, so we're going to discuss it more. I'm just pointing out the Shitas Harambam in this, which, which stands in kind of contradistinction to everyone else. And anyway, the Gimara says, if you drink Zugos, you're chayif. You're chayif for your own life. When is that? So, Bisman Shlorah When you did not go outside in between cups. In between cups. In other words, the only issue of Zugos is when you drink two cups in one sitting. But if you drink a cup of wine and then you go out in the middle, then you come back and drink another, that's not called Zugos. Which I will say makes sense. Again, there's nothing esoteric to that. Why is that not called Zugos? Why is it not called Zugos? You're breaking it up. I will say, by the way, the same way we saw even Altsbrachis, right? We saw this. That even if you're eating and you leave your house... That could bring your active achila to an end. So it breaks up the zugos as well. But ultimately, again, if you go outside in between cups, you could drink zugos. Shravashi said, I saw that Rabbi Hananya, whenever he would drink, after every single cup of wine, he would go out into the shuk. He would go out into the marketplace. In other words, to his makbid to go ahead and interrupt in between the cups by going outside. And I will say furthermore, when are zugos, when are zugos problematic? Zugos are only problematic if you're going out to travel. If you're going out to travel, if you look at if you look at the Rashbam, the Rashbam says Velo Amran, it's the last three of the short lines. Demari Zugos Only time Zugos are are problematic, Rabbi says, is when you're going to do something. So in other words, if a person's gonna drink two cups of wine and then go out to travel, that's when the Zugos could put you in danger. In other words, if I go with the idea that Zugos represents some type of philosophical allegiance to dualism, and it gives the Shadim some type of power over me, in general, Shadim only have the ability, if you subscribe to the concept of Shadim, but let's say, again, we've, this goes back to the beginning of Masechus Brachus, Shadim only have the power over you when? When? When you put yourself b'makom sakana. But we'll say this goes back to brachos daf vav. You remember brachos daf vav? Excellent, right? Remember, you're not allowed to go into a ruin, right? You want to say three reasons you can't go into a ruin. But one of the reasons you can't go into a ruin is because ruins always have a danger of collapse. Shadim have power over us when we put ourselves in danger. So the Gemara therefore says, if you're drinking Zugos and staying in your house, not a problem. But if you're drinking Zugos and then going out to travel, that's when there's the potential for trouble. Amr Abzeira Velishan, what about going to sleep? So can I drink Zugos and then go to sleep? Kilat says Laderech Tami. So what's like going to sleep is like traveling. In other words, going to sleep is considered to be Sakana. Let's say, which I will say is such a profound, such a profound statement. What does that mean? That like going to sleep is like going out to travel? See, I will say, what the Yimara is saying is any time in life that you're not engaged in dynamic activity, it's dangerous. 
it's dangerous. So if I'm traveling, you know, again, generally if I'm traveling, I can't learn, I can't do chasa, I can't, okay, so I'm traveling. That, that's danger. Well, that's, that's active danger because you subject yourself to the circumstances around you. Going to sleep is also dangerous. Why? Because when I sleep, although it's a necessity, I'm not, I'm not in a state of dynamic activity, which I will say such a profound disode. The only time you're truly safe in life is when you're engaged in growth. But if you're sleeping, that's kimakam sakana. Incredible. The Gemara says, Amra Papa, what about going out to the bathroom? Going out to the bathroom. That's like going out to travel. So the Gemara says, So is that true? That if you're just sitting in your home, drinking pairs of cups of wine, drinking zugos, that it's not a problem? This is very interesting. Rava, when he would drink wine in his home, he would count the beans. In other words, what Rava would do is that he would keep track of the number of cups that he was drinking. And the way he would do it is he would, he would count the cups based on the beans in his home. And, and furthermore, Abayi, when he would be drinking in his home, if he would drink one cup, his mother would stand right by him with two cups in her hands. She never wanted her son, it's a Jewish mother, right? She never wanted her son to drink Zugos. So you see what I'm saying? The point over here is that these are people even in their home. And even in their home, they're being careful with Zugos. From Nachar by Yitzchak, Kiavashasi Trekasi, Mankit Leisham Echad Kasa. And we'll say ultimately again, Rabasi, Ramnachar by Yitzchak, when he was drinking, if he was drinking two cups, so ultimately again, his Shamas, his, his, his servant, would hold another cup in his hand. Or if Rav Nachman was drinking two cups, then the Shamas would hold one cup. Or, I'm sorry, opposite. If he was drinking one cup, the Shamas would hold two cups. So I will say the point over here is you see individuals who are makpid on Zugos even when, even when, when drinking in their homes. That contradicts what we just said before. We just said before that Zugos are only an issue if you're going out to travel. But if you're sitting in your house, it's not a problem. To which the Gemara says, Adam Chashuv Shaini. So I will say a very profound idea. An important person is different. An important person is different. If you look at the Rashbam, the Rashbam says this is the third wide line in the Rashbam. Last few words on line. Adam Chashav Shaini, Demasri Shadim Nafshaihu Laazuke. Shadim like to go out of their way to harm important people. So I'll say, so therefore, this idea that an Adam Chashuv is more susceptible ultimately again to shade him. So I will say a very, a very profound, a very profound isod, which is in general that the greater one is in life, the more, so see, we often think that the way it works is that the greater one is kind of the, the less susceptible they are to the challenges of life. The Gemara says it's just the opposite. Adam chashuv shiny. The greater a person is, right? We know the Gemara says that the greater you are, the greater Yetzirah is. The, this, this is the great anomaly of Ruchnius. Everything else in life, when you work on it, you become more proficient, it becomes easier. Ruchnius is the one thing where the greater you are and the harder you work on it, the temptation and challenge grows along with you. Adam chashuv shiny. And Adam chashuv has to struggle in ways that perhaps a regular person does not. An incredibly profound yisod. Amr Ula, Asara Kalosos, Imam Shem Zugos. We'll say, Ula says, so we'll say, so remember again, the concept of Zugos obviously works in pairs. So any even number, Bipashtos, is going to be a problem of Zugos. Now the Gemara is going to say, not necessarily, perhaps that there comes a certain point in time where a Zugos, where Zugos are no longer an issue. So for example, the Gemara says, Amr Ula, we'll say, first wide line, Kofi Yodam Adalif 110a. Amr Ula, 
Asara kosos ain't by mishum zugos. If you drink ten cups of wine, that is not a palm of zugos. Truth, if you drink ten cups of wine, you have no problems at all, right? So I'll say so again. At least, at least you're not going to know about the shadim. So ten cups of wine ain't by mishum zugos. Ula letame do amar ula. Brothers are supposed to say so. Of course, by the you understand that that of course. Remember, they drank wine in a very different way. In a very different way. That was the drink, right? That was their staple drink of any particular meal. So. The Gemara says as follows. So Ula says, you drink 10 cups of wine, it's not a problem of Zugos. Ula Tame, Ula goes according to his reasoning, because what does Ula hold? Ula says, Damra Ula, Varnava Masni Satana, Asara Kosos, Tik Duchachamim Bebeis Ha'avel. But say, this is actually fascinating. This, we, I think we referenced this, I feel like I mentioned this yesterday or the day before about the Koshal Tanchumin. So we'll say the Koshal Tanchumin was the big cup of wine that the Avelim would drink upon returning from the cemetery. But in addition to that, there were 10 cups that were actually instituted in the base Avel, right? That were also, that were part of Birkasim also. Some of them were drunk during the meal, and some of them were drunk over the course of benching, or, or as part of the end of benching. Now, again, so the rabbis instituted 10 cups of wine in the house of an Avel. So says the Gemara very simply, if you're going to think that what? If you're going to hold that 10 is a problem of Zugos, then ultimately, again, then how would Chazal ever institute something that would lead one to Sakana? So the fact that Chazal instituted 10 cups of wine in the base Avel indicates to us what? That obviously 10 does not have a problem of, of Zugos. Avel, but according, but according to Ula, 8 will have a problem of Zugos. So, uh, so 10 does not, but 8 will. Rav Chistav Rabbah so we'll say, if Chisna Barafuna both say, Shalom, Litova Mitztarif, Loraolo Mitztarif. So we'll say, Shalom. Now remember again, this is actually very interesting. So what's Shalom? So we'll say, in Birchas Kanim, Shalom is the seventh word. The same Lacha Shalom. Shalom is the seventh word. So now what the Gemara is saying is as follows. Say that Shalom, Litovah Mitztarif, Loraolo Mitztarif. Shalom ultimately, again, combines for good, but not for bad. We'll say what that means is as follows. If you drink six cups of wine and then drink a seventh, great. That seventh cup of wine, by definition, negates any issue of, of Zugos. However, if you then drink an eighth, cup number seven does not combine. That's what it means. Shalom mitztarif l'tova ve'enu mitztarif l'ra. Shalom ultimately, again, combines for good, to negate the Zugos impact of the first six, but it will not combine ultimately again with cup number seven, or it will not combine with cup number eight to form a Zugos issue. We'll say also another incredible yisod. Shalom letova mitztarev, lera'alo mitztarev. We'll say if a person in life is a rodev shalom, if a person runs after, tries to make peace, you're not going to always be successful, but one thing is clear. Shalom letova mitztarev. Shalom only causes good things. It never causes anything negative. There is never anything to be lost by being a road Dave Shalom, by running after peace in life. You're not always going to be successful because you need a partner in peace, as they say. But La Maisa, it's never the Ra'a Mitzdar. It's such an incredible Yusod. So the Maisa Ava Shisa, however, again, six cups. Yeshua Mishim Zugos. Sarbosa, this is interesting. So according to Rav Chista, Sarbosa, you see what's happening over here? Ula says there's no Zugos at 10. But there's Zugos at eight. Rav Chista and Rav Rav Huna says there's no Zugos at eight, but there's Zugos at six. 
Okay, Rabbi Rav Yosi Demar Tarbayu Viyichuneka Letovam Etzdarif LeRaalom Etzdarif. So we'll say again, what's Viyichuneka? So interestingly enough, we're going ahead and we're using Birchas Kohanim. Right, so we'll say, so what's what's Viyichuneka? So remember again, Yaer Hashem Panav Elecha Viyichuneka. Yichuneka is word number five. So the fifth cup that you drink, Letovam Etzdarif, which means if you drink a fifth cup of wine, that will negate the Zugos impact of the first four. However, if you then go and drink cup number six, five doesn't combine with six. L'tovah mitztarif, l'ra'ah lo mitztarif. Aval arba, yeshva mishum zugos. But again, four cups of wine, absolutely have an issue of zugos. Abayi v'rabi darmit habayu. So we'll say, Abayi and Rabbi both say together, v'yishmerecha, v'yishmerecha, remember again, is word number three. L'tovah mitztarif, l'ra'ah lo mitztarif. Which I will say means that what? That Allah says zugos only play a role, are only problematic for two. But once you get past two, there's no problem with Zugos. So we'll say, what do you see? Something very interesting happens. So you see, again, a progression. Ula saying, Ula saying, Zugos only a problem with eight, but not ten. Rav Chistan and Rav Huda are saying, Zugos only a problem with six and not eight. Uh, Rabbi and Rav Yosef are saying, it's only a problem with four and not six. And Abai and Rav, it's only a problem with two. So what's happening over here? So we'll say, if you take a look at the Rashbam, the Rashbam says something very interesting. He says, in the Rashbam, it's Divri Hamaschil, Rabbi and Rav Yosef. Do you see that? It's uh, two, four, six, seven lines in the wide lines. Both it's incredibly important. So we'll say this is really quite fascinating. The Rashbam makes an observation. The opinions mentioned are going down the generations. What the Rashbam points out over here is that earlier generations were more makbid with zugos. But as time went on, people became more makil with Zugos. Therefore, again, that's why the last position, which is quote-unquote the most contemporary one, Abayi and Rava, said the truth is Zugos is only a problem with two. But once you're past two, you don't have to worry about Zugos anymore. Triple site, just to understand, it makes a lot of sense, especially if we're going with the idea that Zugos is an issue of dualism. The whole dualism issue is, is only really with two. In other words, one, once you get to a number greater than two, I, I understand that I'm in, I'm in the Persia of Zugos, but it's almost as if the Hashkafa of Zugos is lost in anything more than two. So by the time we get down the generations and we're up to Abayi and Rava, they're saying, listen, Zugos is really only an issue by two, but not any more than two. Rava goes according to his reasoning. So listen to this. Rava... When his Tamidim would come over for a shear, he would go ahead and he would give them four cups to drink as they would leave. Right? In other words, they, they, would, they would have four cups of wine as they were having the shear. So the Gemara says, and this occurred even, Rabbosin, I'll just point out to you, take a look at, take a look at, um, take a look at the Rashbam for just a moment because this is interesting. Ravav Kinu Ba'arba, Pamim Harbek Kishayin of Tarnamen, Ohayamashkin, Opam Shlohayamashkin, El Arba Kosos Viniftarin. So this is what I say. Interestingly enough, so it goes on, where was it? Um, and maybe it was in the Marsha. I saw this last night. The Marsha, I think you'll, you'll look at the Marsha. I'm pretty sure the Marsha brings down mm-hmm. that Rava would give his Talmidim wine. Why would he give them wine? It's interesting. Rava would give him wine to right? drinking, drinking while learning. Because Rava felt that a little bit of wine opens up the heart and would make the Talmidim a bit more receptive 
to the lessons that he was teaching. So very interesting. In any event, Rava would go ahead and give his Talmidim four cups of wine. So we'll say, interestingly enough, even though one time Rava Bar Levoy, one of his Talmidim, was injured somehow when leaving the Shir. And many of the Talmidim attributed his injury ultimately to the fact that he, that he drank Zugos in Rava's house. But Rava wasn't because when Rava said, no, 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 it's not because of Zugos. I'll tell you why he got hurt. I'll tell you why Rava Barlivoy got hurt, said Rava. It's not because of Zugos. It's because he's always contradicting me in sheer. Right? It's because he's always contradicting me in sheer. Right? He always is raising conscious and always contradicting and this, that. So because, I was like, I want to point out, Rava was saying is obviously, you could ask, a person could ask, Talmud could ask, a person Tom is supposed to ask questions, but we all know there are different ways to ask questions. Some people ask questions in order to learn, and some people ask questions in order to contradict. So Rava felt that Rava Barlivai's manner of questioning was disrespectful and didn't really have a place at the shear. Rava felt that's why Rava Barlivai got injured. Okay, Amrav Yosef, Amrav Yosef, get ready. Amrav Yosef, Rav Yosef said, Amrav Yosef Shida, Yosef the Shade said to me, Let's say this is great, right? First of all, it's just fascinating that the shadim have uh, right, a shade with a Yiddish Lumen, right? Uh, right, the shade with a, with a, with a it's Yosef, right? Yasala the shade again. So it, it's fascinating. By the way, Yosef Sheed is quoted other places in Shas. He obviously is, is, a, is a prominent shade. It's just it's just fascinating. So I'm really Yosef Sheed. So Yosef said, Yosef the shade said to me, Ashmadai Malka the Shida Mamunahu Akula Zugi. Ashmedai, the king of Shadim, who were introduced to in both, again, Brachas, as well as Gittin. Pretty incredible. So the Gemara says, so Ashmedai, the king of Shadim, he is the one who is in charge of Zugos. In other words, when we speak about Shadim harming someone who drank Zugos, that's Ashmedai's purview. So the Gemara says, Umalka lo ikri mezik. And Yosef the Shade said, but the good news is, the king doesn't really go out to harm people, right? The king is not called the mazik. So Yosef the shade seems to be saying to Rabbi Yosef that you don't have to worry so much, so much. I will say, it's also interesting that, that you know, Rabbi Yosef is speaking to Yosef the shade. I will say almost like such an incredible metaphor as well, almost as if to say, if you think about it, all of us have this duality within ourselves. I have the Rav Yosef, and the Yosef Shida, right? We all have the two parts to our persona. And life is all about which part of your identity you choose to cultivate. I'm not suggesting is here it's two different, two different entities. It's Rav Yosef and Yosef the Shade. But I think it's fascinating. It's fascinating that it's the same name. In any event, the Gemara says as follows. So Yosef Shida seems to be telling Rav Yosef, the good news is you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry because Ashmedai is in charge of the shade, uh, of the Zugos and ultimately, again, the king's not really going out to harm people. So the Gemara says, Ike the army of alternate version of this, an alternate version says, no, it's worse because the king, the king could get, king when he gets angry, he could do whatever he wants. He could do whatever he wants. After all, Shamelech porates Geder, Laasos, Loderach, the Inmochum Yadr. Well, say, you know, in Halacha, there's this concept, I guess what we would call contemporarily eminent domain. But the truth is, a king's power of eminent domain is even stronger, right? A king could repossess whatever property he wants for whatever purpose he wants. So it shows you the power of the king. So according to this version, Ashmanda is the king. King is prone to, to outbursts. He could do whatever he wants. So it's even worse that he has the power over Zugos. Okay. Amra Papa, Amr Yosef, Shida. 
So our Papa said, Yosef the Shade said to me, Betray Katlinon, Barbaolo Katlinon. Ultimately, again, zug- now, Zugos of any number may pose a problem, but it's only Zugos of two that ultimately Chas V'Shalom could get a person killed, not Zugos of four. Ba'arba, Maskinon. So ultimately, again, with four, you could be injured, but Chas V'Shalom is not a danger to life. Betray. If you drink two, whether you drink two intentionally or unintentionally, you are prone to danger. But with four, the problem is only this is incredible. And tell me, what happens if a person accidentally drinks, drinks Zugos, right? Well, so I didn't come to Shir, and so I'm drinking Zugos tonight, and now I'm doing the daf as I'm drinking my Zugos, and I said, I just drank two cups of wine. Now what? So of course, option number one, we'll say if you just realized that you, that you just drank Zugos, then option number one is what? Right? So you can drink another glass, right? That's always a good option, right? Always, when, when in doubt, drink another glass of wine. Or possibility number two is stay home. Stay home. Now the interesting part is, and I, I don't know this from the Gemara, but the interesting part is we said staying home, kind of, there's no negative effect of, of Zugos, but, the, but going to sleep is. There is, a, there is a problem. It's a challenge. It's dangerous. Again, how long you have to wait after Zugos before going to sleep, that I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't see it. I can't say that I looked into it, but uh, I, that, that I didn't see. All right, Sigma, so but I forgot. I forgot. I, I, I didn't realize. I drank Zugos. Now what do I do? This is incredible. My Takante. Here we go. This is what you do. Linkot zikva diyada diyamina biade dismale. Take your right thumb and put it in your left hand. And your left thumb in your right hand. And this is what you have to say. You and me, we are three. And if you hear a voice back that says, you and I are four, then say you and I are five. And if you hear a voice back that says, you and I are six, then say, no, you and I are seven. So the Gemara says, this once happened to someone. Now the voice that you hear that Ashbam says is the shade. It's the shade who is allowed to harm you after the consumption of Zugos. So ultimately, again, the Gemara says, and you have to keep going. Now, Bose, obviously, you see what this is. I keep, if I'm the individual drink the Zugos, I keep saying the odd number. I keep saying the odd number, right? The voice that comes back is the shade who keeps saying the even number. Keep going, this Gemara says, until you get to 100. So the Gemara says, So there was once a person who was going back and forth to with a shade until 101, until the shade finally exploded. So we'll say, so interestingly enough, what, what does this mean? So I'll just tell you, so again, I'll just tell you something interesting that I saw the Ben Yehoyada comments on this. And I thought... I thought it's such a beautiful idea. Specifically, this now again the back and forth, the odd, the even odd numbers that we understand, right? What I'm trying to do is neutralize the power of Zugos. What about the thumb, the whole thumb thing? So listen to what the, what the Banyo Yoda writes. He says, "Nirali dahaguda romes li Yisrael kimoshechasam lemakom acher umaniach umutzna gudol yamin biad small vegudol small biad yamin kedei lichlo." So we'll say the Ben Yehoyada writes that the thumb represents Klal Yisrael. I don't, I don't know why he says, he says that, that, like I wrote somewhere else, but he doesn't tell, tell us where the somewhere else is. The thumb represents Klal Yisrael. 
the right, the right, well, sometimes the right represents different things. Sometimes the right could represent chesed. Sometimes the right could represent gvura. So let's assume for a moment that the right represents chesed and the left represents din. By going ahead and taking the thumb, klal Yisrael, and inserting them one into the other, what I'm doing is I'm saying, ribono shel olam. Even if there is din upon me now, even if there is divine judgment upon me now, I'm asking you to blunt the divine judgment ultimately with chesed. I will say what it's doing is as follows also. What it's representing is the idea, and this, this, this is really the antidote to Zugos. The problem with Zugos is it looks like dualism. The moment you allow yourself to become, I'll call it theologically weak, religiously weak, is when you potentially give other powers control over you. But Lamaisa, the moment you pledge your allegiance back to the Ribbono Shalom, then those other kochos have no ability over you. So the moment you go in and you take your thumbs and you insert them one into the other hand and you recognize, Baruch Hu, in your hand is Gevura, in your hand is Din, in your hand is Chesed, it's up to you. Nothing, nothing could harm me and nothing could do anything to me without you, Ribbono Shalom. So the moment after Zugos, you re-pledge your allegiance to the Ribbono Shalom, is the moment that you neutralize the power of Zugo. So we'll say it's an incredible, incredible yisod. There's sometimes the way to deal with any life adversity. Sometimes the first thing I have to do in the midst of adversity is once again re-energize my connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Re-pledge my allegiance you control everything. I'm going to put it in my ishtadlus. I'm going to do my part. But everything is up to you. And the moment you cast your lot with the Ribbon Shalom is the moment that often outside forces are unable to have an effect on you. Incredible Gemara. So let's go right there. Amemar said, I was once having a conversation with the head of the sorceresses. Right, a sorceress woman. I was having, I mean, not just with anyone, the, the Rebbe of the sorceress women. So the Gemara says, and she told me as follows, If a man ever comes across a sorceress, This is what you should say. This is what you should say. Hot excrement in torn baskets should be poured into your mouth, sorceress woman. Have a good day, right? You know, whatever, uh, whatever. You know, this is uh, this is. Now, we'll say, interestingly enough, it appears it appears that you're actually like supposed to be proactive in in saying this to the sorcerers who you run into. Okay, interesting idea. So the Gemara says as follows: Karach karchayu, and again it goes on. This this is all the statement you should make. Karach karchayu, you should become bald because often women would perform sorcery with their hair. Parach prachayu. Prachaychi, your breadcrumbs should scatter. We're going to see this is all a reference ultimately to the very things in which sorcery was often committed. Your breadcrumbs should scatter. Amad Beis, if dur tavlanaychu, your tavlan, your, your, which means again your spices. These are just all the things that they would use for their kishof. Your spices should go ahead and be scattered. Paracha zeka lemorika charata dinakisu nashim kashfanios. Literally translated, the parcha zika lamaraiko, the saffron, the saffron that you use for your spells, the the wind should scatter them. So, so literally, what you say is, when you gave me favor, 
I gave you favor, which essentially means that as long as we stayed out of each other's way, all is fine. But now that we have crossed paths, at the end of the day, I have no compassion upon you. Actually, if you look at Rashi, this staff, it's Rashbam on the right side, Rashi is on the left side. Take a quick look at Rashi for just a moment on the left side. Vahashta dasisi lago karchanani vechananechi. Hoil ubasi benechem, yodiani shneskaru rachamichen mealai, vegam rachamin iskaru shalochasti alatsmi. So we'll say, so the individual says, listen, while you were doing your thing, I was doing my thing, our paths don't cross, it's fine. But now that we've crossed paths, I realize that I have not been careful enough to avoid you, and I have no illusion that you will be compassionate upon me. Okay? So I will say, so that's, that's, that's the source. So I will say, now listen to this. So I will say, now you begin to see how this kind of started with Ula and working our way amongst all of the various opinions down the generations. We went from 10 is a problem of Zugos, or, or I should say 10 is not a Zugos. Eight is only a problem of Zugos to only two. Then I will say, the Gemara says, listen to this. In Eretz Yisrael, they were not makbid on Zugim. Right, they, they, they were makbid on Zugos. They did not feel that drinking in pairs was a problem. But say, now, what, what I just want to point out is as follows. Now, what does that mean they weren't makbid on it? So I just want to point out that, remember, Shadim also are a manifestation, or I should say, the ability for Shadim to interact in this world is also a function of the inherent Kedusha of this world. That's why, for example, the Gemara says, where can Shadim be found most often? In the base Medrash, right? The Gemara says, why is it that the clothing of Tamidi Chachamim wears out if Tamidi Chachamim are just sitting and learning? How do their clothing wear out? Remember, what does the Gemara say? Because the Shadim rub against them. Shadim are drawn to Kedusha. Drawn to Kedusha. Which, which, is why, which is why that the less Kedusha there is in the world, ultimately, again, the less manifest Shadim are. I both say, by the way, this, this is the opinion also of the Sefer Achinuch and others. Remember, again, I mentioned the Rambam. The Rambam is of the opinion that all of this stuff, Shadim and, and Kishof, it's not real. Almost everyone else argues on the Rambam and says, I, but what happened to these forces today? Again, remember, there are counterbalances to Kedusha. Wherever there's Kedusha, there's also Tumah. So wherever there's greater Kedusha, there's Shadim, there's Kishof. If Tumah lessens, so Niskatnu Adoros, as we get further away from our Sinai, a certain level of global Kedusha lessens. Therefore, some of these other forces are not felt as well. So when it says in Eretz Yisrael, they weren't makbed on Zugos, again, they felt that the presence of Shadim, the ability of Shadim to interact with us, just really is no longer present. Rav Dimi Kapit, Afilu Arishuma Dechavisa. So we'll say, on one hand, in Eretz Yisrael in general, they weren't makbed on Zugos. Yet, you have Rav Dimi of Narda, so in, in Babel, and he was so makbed on Zugos, we'll say, not just with drinking wine, but anything in Paris, so we'll say on wine barrels, they used to go ahead and make a marking, right? So you could see how many, uh, how many saw or whatever measurement they used, how many lugin inside of the barrel. He was careful never to have an even number of notch marks. That's how careful, that's how careful he was with Zugos. Hava Ovda, because one time again, they had an even number of notch marks. Upaka Chavisa. And ultimately, again, the barrel exploded. And they attributed the barrel explosion to Shadim. And both say, look how the Gemara ends. Not ends, but look how the Gemara says. Aklala de Milsa, the rule is, called the Kapit, called the Kapit, Kapti Bahadei. Whoever's Makpit on Shadim, the Shadim are Makpit on him. Udalo Kapit, lo Kapti Bahadei. And if you're not Makpit, the Shadim are not Makpit on you. And others are all saying, this is such an incredible statement. 
If you're worried about Shadim, Shadim have an impact on you. If you're not worried about Shadim, Shadim don't have an impact on you. But say, by the way, it's such an incredible yisod, not just by Shadim. You understand what this lesson of the Gemara is? So many times in life we have fears. And those fears immobilize us. And those fears prevent us from accomplishing. It is only the fears that you allow to take hold of you, which have the ability to immobilize you. But if you don't allow the fear to take hold of you, it cannot hold you back. We'll say such an incredible yisod because so many people are paralyzed into inaction because of a fear. Whatever it is, a fear of the unknown, a fear of failure. Whatever you allow yourself to be fearful of and whatever you allow your fear, if you allow your fear to take hold, then it'll hold you back. But if you do not, if you're not makbid on the fear, if you don't allow it to take hold, then halacha lamaisei cannot hold you back. An incredible yisod. However, the Gemara says, umiyu lamei but it's good to be choshesh. <laughs> See, I think you're thinking over a little bit, kind of like hedging, hedging our bets a little bit. In other words, that you don't, what the Gemara says, you don't have to be makbed on it, but, but maybe you should be careful. In other words, when it's easy enough to avoid it, when it's easy enough to avoid it, so says the Gemara, avoid it. You don't have to live your life worrying about it. So I will say, so again, this is important because clearly it's interesting for us to learn Gemaras like this because we go through a whole Gemara speaking about, speaking about Zugos, yet as far as we're concerned, we're not Makbed on Zugos. Right? So remember again, I just want to point out, remember how this whole discussion started? How do we get into this? How do we get into this? Dalakoso, Zugos. Zugos. Okay, so the Gemara said, well, maybe even if you're Makbed on Zugos, it's not a problem. Why? Because Leo Shimurimu, there's a protection. But again, so much, Julia was telling me this yesterday, I have to share, so much of what we do is Zugos. We have so many things that are done in pairs, that are done in even numbers. So it's clear that in general, again, as the generations go on, we're not Makbed on Zugos. But I will say, but the takeaway message is very profound. Only that which you, only the fears that you allow to hold you back, hold you back. But the fears that you're able to overcome, ultimately, again, can't hold you back. An incredible yisod. So Ravdimi said, two eggs, two nuts, two kishun or gourds or cucumbers, and two of something else. Now the Hashanah says two of something else was just another vegetable or food item. He doesn't mean literally that, that it is a halacha l'moshimisinai. Because again, no one seems to be suggesting that the concept of zugos are halacha l'moshimisinai. But it means it's a very ancient tradition. The only problem is we don't know what that other thing was. Therefore, the Therefore, again, Abosai, pretty much the concept of Zugos almost seems like it begins from the statement of Rav Dimi, who says that there is this ancient practice, he enumerates a number of things, and he says, oh, by the way, there's one other thing in the list, I just can't remember what the other thing was. And therefore, again, because he can't remember what the other thing was, Chazal were careful with this. So we'll say in general, anything that has an element of Sakana associated with it, we're always more machmer with Sakana than anything else. And therefore, we have to be careful with Zugos for everything. I'm sorry. Good. But I will say that which we said before, that 10, 8, 6, 4, don't have a problem of Zugos. Now, this is very interesting. The Gemara makes a distinction ultimately between Zugin, which is an issue of Kishuf, 
Oh, sorry, which is an issue of Shadim and Kishof, which is sorcery. So we'll say the conclusion of the Gemara is, really the conclusion of the Gemara is twofold. Number one, it appears that Zugos, in terms of Shadim, are only going to have a problem with two, right? Only, only, only literally a pair, two. That's where the Shadim seem to have a hold, at least contemporarily. And even then, it's a Shaila if you're Makbid on it, not Makbid on it, but the Gemara seems to indicate that you should be Choshesh with it. However, I will say, sometimes Zugin could leave a person vulnerable, even with larger numbers, even with larger numbers, but not a function of Shadim. That's a function of Kishuf. That's a function of sorcery. So apparently, again, there's the Zugin of Shadim and the Zugin of Kishuf. The Zugin of Shadim, only a problem with two. The Zugin of Kishuf could be a problem even with a larger number. I said, listen to this. Great story. There was a man who divorced his wife. Osli. In Siba Lechen Vina, the woman went on, she got remarried, and she married a shopkeeper. Good, Mazel Tov. Kol Yom Ahava Azlo V'Shasi Chamra. Every day, her ex-husband would come into her new husband's store to drink wine. Apparently, again, it used to be common that, that you would go into those, the, the general store. The general store also went ahead and sold wine, and you were able to sample the wine. So let's say, so again, there are always guys who just came into quote unquote sample, right? They sampled day after day after day. They just can never make up their mind about what to buy. So what would happen? So I don't know, okay, it could also be that they bought wine to drink inside of the store. So what happens? So the ex-wife was apparently very angry at her ex-husband. So every day when he would come in, she would try to, she would try to do some kishu, right? She would try to do some sorcery to harm him. The problem was he was never vulnerable to her kishuf. Why not? Because he was makbid on zugos. Because he would never drink an even number of cups of wine. Remember, Sir Bose, this is what we were saying before. That apparently zugos make you vulnerable. At two, you're vulnerable to shadim. Above two, there's no longer a shade issue, but there absolutely is a, at least according to here, a kishuf issue. So she would try to harm him every day he was drinking zugo, he was drinking wine with her kishuf. But because he was makbid on zugos, ultimately again, she could not, was listen to this. Yomachad, one day, ishti tuva, he drank a lot. Velo yada, kama shasi, ad shisar, so we'll say what happened, and he didn't know how much he drank. So we'll say, get ready for this. Ad shisar, Really, he was good until cup number 16, right? So 16, he was holding cup with what, literally, right? Holding cup with what, with, right? with, what, with, what, with what glass of wine he was up to. You know, it happens. Sometimes after 16, you get a little bit foggy. It can happen. So what happens? After cup number 16, so he became a little bit foggy and wasn't sure what number he was up to. So we'll say, so what happens? Afixe bezuga. Ultimately, again, she got him. So, far, so he, had, he didn't even realize it, but he ended up drinking an even number. So, so what happened? So because he, because he drank Zugos, so she was able to get him with the sorcery. And she cast some type of spell on him. As he left the store, there was an Arab. Tai is an Arab merchant. There was an, a merchant. There was an Arab who saw him. A dead man is walking here. A dead man is walking here. So apparently, again, for whatever the reason, this Tayo was able to see that the Kishuv had worked on this individual. So ultimately, again, the, the, the Arabs, dead, dead man walking. 
Azil Chapke Ledikulei. He went in the, the, the ex-husband went and he grabbed onto the palm tree. Tzavach Dikla Upakahu. He grabbed onto the palm tree, the, whatever this means. The palm tree cried out, Upakahu, and the man exploded. The man exploded. So the idea is the Kisha, first of all, I take away from the story is that even if you go with the idea that Zugos by Shadim is only by two, apparently, again, Zugos by Kishuf still has a power even in greater number. Incredible. Amra Vavira. Karos fikikaros ema mishim Zugos. So Vavira said that literally, again, Karos means plates of food. Kikaros are loaves. Don't have a problem of Zugos. So we'll say this is interesting. So now defining a little bit more, and, and the progression here is very interesting because right, we just got finished by saying in Eretz Yisrael they're not Makbed on Zugos. And ultimately, again, you don't have to be Makbed on Zugos in general because Shadim can only have a power over you if you allow them to have a power over you. But, but, but Lamaisa, again, now we're redefining a little bit more. So if Avira says, Karos, Kikaros, don't have Zugos. Kolo de Milsa, Koshigamru, Bide Adam, Emem, Mishim Zugos. Interesting enough, the Gemara says as follows. Anything that is man-made doesn't have an issue of zugos. Only things that ultimately, again, that are finished by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, when it comes to food, ultimately, again, have an issue of zugos. So we'll say, again, a lot to say in this as well about, remember, especially if you go with the idea that zugos is an issue of dualism. Right? Then it's only going to be that which occurs naturally in the world that has an issue of zugos, but those things which are man-made do not have a problem of zugos. Chanos in bamishim zugos. So we'll say furthermore again, if you drink wine in one store and then go to a different store, there's no problem of zugos. In order, the act of going store to store by definition disrupts, right? Prevents the two cups of wine from, from joining together. Nimloch in bamishim zugos. We'll say same thing with nimloch. Nimlach means if you have one cup of wine and then decide to have another glass of wine, those two don't combine together. Zugos are only a problem when one had intention to drink two. Oreach in Bamishim Zugos. Ultimately, again, the Gemara says, so Oreach, if you're, a, if you're a guest somewhere, there's also no issue of Zugos. That's the same idea. Because if you're a guest somewhere, you don't necessarily know how much wine you're going to have. And therefore, I will say, even so by Hilchos Brachos, Again, an oreach could often require another bracha because he never knows what's coming. And it's not mistarif. Isha in zugos. Similarly, again, a woman is not subject to the danger of zugos. We'll discuss why that is in just a bit. So the Gemara says, Isha chashuva kashina. This is very interesting. But if she's an important woman, then she can be prone to the danger of zugos. We saw the Isha chashuva, by the way, by a seba as well. I will say, no, don't have to stop over here. We'll pick up Emirat Hashem. We'll finish up zugos, Emirat Hashem, tomorrow and define some of these categories that we just mentioned. Shkoyach.